What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. My name is Corey. My name is Alex. And who do we have here today, sweetheart? Today, we have two, oh, two California native actors, Lindsay Pierce and Stephen Linares. They are recently engaged, living in California. Sadly, because Lindsay was supposed to be in New York on Broadway playing Elphaba in Wicked, but hashtag COVID. Fucking wear a mask, people. <laughs> We're talking to you, Florida. <laughs> We're talking to you, Orange County. <laughs> yeah. Talking to you, Orange County. Yeah. yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Thanks. Happy to be here. I was going to so say, excited. we're all theater people, we could zip, zap, zop to like warm up our <laughs> Red leather, yellow leather, red, red leather, leather, yellow leather. <laughs> yeah. I, I taught this morning. I, my gym has been doing... Um, like what they're calling curbside classes. So mm. uh, we just bring out some equipment and work out on the sidewalk. Um, wow. But other than other than that, I haven't really had much human connection until yeah. today because he's been at his office in a studio. And you know, I feel like when you're not when you don't speak for hours and hours and hours, it's just I don't know. It's, it's not my profession. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my vibes are cold. Oh, yeah, I get that. <clears throat> yeah, but we all come from Modesto Junior College. We're all Modesto Junior College alumni. Sure do. Very, Us very and uh, Jeremy Renner and um, George, Lu- George yes. Lucas. Yeah, go Pirates. <laughs> go Pirates. Oh God, it's the Pirates. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched. So I've been watching um, Last Chance You on Netflix, and ah. they do uh, Laney College in Oakland, and they played MJC in like the season opener, <laughs> and MJC like whooped their ass. It was like I was wow. like, okay, go Modesto. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so I ever went to, to a single sporting event oh, while I was at MJC, yeah. but never, never. <laughs> I only went to get a basketball game to get a project that they had in their backpack. I'm not kidding. That sounds right. I don't know where the hell the gym is. (laughs) Yeah. I went to three different colleges. Well, four if you include grad school. And I have only been to one sporting event at all four of those colleges. All six, seven, eight, eight and a half years of college. I did one. Yeah. Because it was my graduating the last semester and a friend of mine were like, okay, we've never gone. Like, let's just go to one just to say we did it. Yeah. What was that like? Uh, It was really boring. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Here's Here's a question. Who all on this podcast has a degree from Modesto Junior College? I mean, Um, I mean, yeah, I guess an AA. I think I have an AA. Yeah. I think I have my AA from there as well. But actually, I don't know. I mean, I just, I just transferred. So I don't think. Yeah. I have enough units to have a bachelor's degree, but I think I only have an AA. (laughs) I'm I'm honest to God. I think I'm the same way. I had like, by the time I was out of MJC, I had over like 150 credits and none of them were transferable. (laughs) Yeah. Or like, or because I didn't finish a certain thing. Right. It was like, nah. (laughs) You're gonna have to start all over. <laughs> oddly enough, oddly enough, I spent like one year with Wes Page in his office, not taking oh, classes, just West. like learning. Yeah. Dude, if it wasn't for Wes Page, I would not be in film. Like he mm-hmm. is the absolute well, reason yeah. I have my career. Such a sweetie. My first like paid gig, he came on <laughs> as my camera assistant, flew all the way to Washington D.C. and like helped me like oh make God. money and like dude he's he's so great he's an absolute saint best. i'm getting goosebumps talking about him i <laughs> love that man I so love much that man. i love that man and i love his all-encompassing love for, for star, star wars, wars yeah, <laughs> yeah so, i can't i'll yeah. never for i'll never forget they did that like the mjc symphony or whatever it was the orchestra the, or like the, the band or whatever 
and they did the March of the Empire or whatever it was, and he came out in the full Darth Vader, and I was like, wow, he's the coolest person I've ever seen. <laughs> so, so there was there was a there was an intimate moment right before I moved to San Jose, before I moved to New York, and I was like telling him like how much he meant to me, and then he's like, so what do you have planned this weekend? And I was like, oh, nothing, like. I don't know. I'm thinking about getting a tattoo. And he's like, you know, I'm a pretty conservative guy, but I have a tattoo. And I was like, really? And uh, he was like, yeah, at our like 50th high school reunion, I sat next to George Lucas and I asked him to uh, do a little <laughs> self-portrait for me on a napkin. And he's like, and I took that napkin to a tattoo artist and he has George Lucas's self-portrait <laughs> signature on his arm. Amazing. That is the, the most wholesome thing. Dude, dude, that like, man. The fact so that he sweet. will one day leave this earth and have that on his body is oh. I owe I owe so much to that guy. But anyways, yeah. I could talk forever about him. Yeah, let's for anybody listening who didn't go to that yeah. junior yeah. college. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm, can we yeah. like speed this yeah. along, please? Just a love that's on West. Like, I'll have to send like, this to him. Santa Claus white haired sweet, sweet man has <laughs> Touched us all very, yeah. very well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Came out and I wanted to put it right back. Caviar. Caviar. <laughs> uh, um, okay, well, we like to start the podcast. Well, we usually like to start the start the podcast talking about West Page, but since we've done that already, <laughs> right, let's, right. Move, let's move on to Wednesday Wisdom. Um, yeah. I'll go for first. Mine's short and sweet. There's a author that I recently have fallen in love with. She writes very like the best way I can describe it is like a rom-com in a book like it's just very light and like good beach read summer read um and now I've forgotten her last name Jasmine wait for it drum roll wait for it <laughs> Gilroy Jasmine Gilroy <laughs> um and she has four different books five maybe she just came out with the fifth and they they don't all follow the same characters, but all of the characters kind of like come in and out of all of the books, which is also hmm. just kind of like a fun treat. But I've been gobbling up her books and uh, that is my Wednesday wisdom. Nice. If you want an easy, fun read, check her out. Yeah. Who wants to uh, go, I'll go I'll go next. <laughs> um, my, my Wednesday wisdom is uh, to, when you get an, ang like when you get an email that makes you angry, like <laughs> there should be a six hour like time limit to Response. where you can respond. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, like I woke, like I woke up this morning to this email, like it, I was angry because I was frustrated with how they perceived this project I'm working on. And so I was like, I'm going to just, I'm going to have coffee. I'm going to chill. Walk away. Not going to get angry. And then like, I went back and then like, once I was like calm and had the piece of my, I like reread, I was like, Oh, I completely misinterpreted this. This is actually not that big of a deal. So when, some you read something that's like frustrating or upsetting or when something happens if you can not in real time but like mm -hmm. on an email take a minute like digest it reread it again mm -hmm. before you fire off an angry <laughs> as per my last so that's yeah mine's uh give yourself a little bit of time before responding to an email that makes you angry that's good advice yeah smart, smart. what about y'all um, all right, I'll go next. Uh, my Wednesday uh, wisdom is um, is to just kind of be easy on yourself. Um, you know, with everything that's happening in the world right now, 
Uh, I know personally I've been kind of taking things harder lately. Um, mm. If I wanted to pick a specific example, let's say uh, that quarantine 15, um, <laughs> yeah. where we've all been stuck at home mm-hmm. and putting on weight. Uh, but I mean, in. Yeah, ordering <laughs> in, or, but I mean, it could be anything yeah. um, to just be more gentle with yourself right now. Yeah. Um, there's a global crisis happening and yeah. you can't stay on top of everything right now. And nor should you try to, there's some things that are not your responsibility to deal with um, on a day-to-day basis. Uh, I was talking with one of my coworkers and he was stressing about how, how rough things were getting in the store, like cleanliness and organization. And I was like, man, take it easy. There's a global crisis. Like the store's yeah. going to be messy. Like <laughs> it, it is what it is. So there's three people working. Yeah. There's three people working. Yeah, that's and there's a yeah. line out the door of people trying to get in from 12 to seven, you know? So, wow. uh, yeah, just, uh, in, in general, I would say be gentle with yourself right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's really great advice, man. I was wondering if you heard that. <laughs> and we so we live in the first floor and we have a the basement he's in the basement that's how loud he is he's oh, so wow. loud, dude. Wow. Yeah. i was gonna i was gonna I say we were, we were probably gonna have that edited out until until <laughs> <laughs> we usually just leave it in there yeah. it would not be a podcast that i'd feel welcome <laughs> it's not who i am no every yeah. he'll, he'll probably jump up soon you'll you'll yeah. see him soon um, that's great advice man uh what about you Wednesday wisdom, man, oh man, I have actually been, um, I'm kind of along the same lines as uh, Alex. I've been listening to this audiobook, and I'm not like an audiobook person. I like to be told stories, but I prefer to have the book in my hands. Like I'm not a Kindle yeah. reader. I'm not a, an iPad reader but I've been listening to this audiobook with a, a group of women that are all reading and listening to the same book. It's called The Starless Sea by Erin Morgenstern. And I didn't realize, when I was younger, I read all the time. And now as I get older, and especially when faced with so much reality, like true and brutal reality of so many different, you know, social, social issues. And, and I mean, so much is going on right now. I feel like I have bogged myself down in the last couple of years. And I think also through my recovery journey, which I hate the word journey, but my recovery path, my recovery road, which is a TV show I was on once. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like there's been so much self-help book and I can't tell you the starless sea is this quasi fantasy book about the world being one big book that's being constantly written. And I can't tell you the escapism that I feel when I read this. <laughs> and it's given me this kind of magical outlook again, because within the book and within the story, the characters will look at something like a tree and touch it and the tree will open and they can go through a portal into another world. It's mm-hmm. not like Narn, it's different. And, it, and then in another chapter, another character is reading about them going through a portal in a book. Oh, very cool. Wow. Very beautiful and interlaced. And I haven't read a book that's quite that captivating in a long time. And I'm almost done with it. I'm almost done listening to a very beautiful voice actor read through it for me. Um, <laughs> it's been amazing. I've just been like in the kitchen. I'll do chores and just have it on. And I just feel like I'm I'm here while I'm not here. And it's been a really yeah. nice bomb. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, that's nice. We'll uh, we'll have to get we'll we'll put a link in the description if people are interested because I'm definitely yeah, interested in that. Read it. Yeah, I'll <laughs> listen to it. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Um, well, I would love it if you could kind of give a little mini, like tell us a little bit about yourselves and also how you all met. Okay. Take it well, away. Uh, <laughs> I'm a rambler, so uh, I'm going to let, let him go. Uh, a little bit about myself. Um, I, uh, I'm Stephen. Um, <laughs> I'm currently I'm currently currently working for Guitar Center as sales manager. Um, I am an actor uh, as well. Um, I've been working more full time lately in the management position, so I haven't done as many shows. I think the last show I did was like four years ago or so. Uh, it was a murder mystery two man show, um, which you wouldn't think would be much of a murder mystery, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a great show it's called sleuth oh my god uh, nice. i kid it playwright escapes me right now but uh, it was called sleuth and it was a great show i did at stage door rep um but uh yeah i've been i, I i've done a lot of theater work uh professionally and non-professionally um which is how i met Lindsay. Mm -hmm. um i back to we're going back to Modesto junior college uh, <laughs> In the, in the theater department there, uh, I auditioned for A Midsummer Night's Dream, uh, directed by and adapted by Michael Lynch. Uh, oh, Lynch. God, we could get yeah. into that guy. Yeah. Let's uh, not even open that door. We, we, love we, we do love him. Um, <laughs> but uh, written and direct, uh, written, directed and adapted by Michael Lynch. Um, I guess it's written by Shakespeare. Shakespeare. But, Was uh, it also starring? Yeah. <laughs> Fun enough, um, not this one, yeah. but Macbeth sure was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I auditioned for uh, Midsummer Night's Dream, and that's uh, where I met Lindsay. Uh, I played. And what year was that? You just graduated high school. Yeah, I just graduated high school, so that would have been 09. Y'all have been together for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. We, kind, of. kind of, sort of, yeah. Um, <laughs> we, we, uh, I've had big old feelings we, for you for a long time. <laughs> we met in, in that uh in that show um we she was other yeah we were both dating other people we acted against each other um had great chemistry, chemistry. yeah <laughs> <laughs> crushes Lots of chemistry, um, boy. but yeah like you said we were we were we were dating other people at the we time were kids too. um yeah, yeah and it wasn't till uh like a year or so later year and a half later yeah. we were doing other shows and yeah and that's where we really connected and we kind of on and off not dated for about three years mm -hmm. uh we were just inseparable we were just vehemently in love yeah yeah <laughs> anybody anybody listening to this podcast who, who does know about yeah. modesto junior yeah. college knows that we were uh we were we were inseparable yeah, yeah. Um, you're my best friend yeah <sighs> and uh, <laughs> after after that for a few years on and off it was just uh it was we were young and we had big feelings and we were still young, stupid kids. And, and I um, moved away to LA for Glee. Yeah, that was kind of, that was kind of a, a big factor there. She moved away. And even though I moved to Orange County not long after, we were just kind of separated and it wasn't working. And so we, we kind of split up and we didn't talk for like seven, seven years. years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Plot like, twist. Like oh, wow. actively, like on my part, like actively avoided talking because mm -hmm. like there was a lot of heartbreak over yeah. Yeah. separating. So to which I very much understand. Yeah. Very much respect yeah. that. Yeah. And <clears throat> I knew I knew how, how much that sucked. And um 
because it sucked for me too. Uh, <laughs> I I, uh, I had grown and and lived a lot since then. Um, discovered a lot about myself. Uh, I became uh, a practicing uh, pagan. Um, which was a big shift from being a young Catholic boy. Um, and, uh, I mean, I just like, I just, I just grew up, I grew up a lot. And, but a reason I mentioned the, the, the paganism and whatnot is I actually did a reading, like a card reading, like a tarot reading mm-hmm. and something came up. I can't remember the exact card or what the reading was, but it immediately made me think of Lindsay and I was mm-hmm. talking about it with one of my friends, and um, I want to say it was the Knight of Cups, the Knight of Cups, which is uh, the bringer of like relationship and love. Mm-hmm. And Lindsay had a nickname for me back in college. She always called me her knight. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, Whoa, yeah barf. I know we were. <laughs> no, no, not barf. I was like, I'm like so we into were, this. So straight up poems written in notebooks. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> we uh, we so I, it made me think of her. And I was like, man, that's weird. And about a month later, um, I reached out to her um, and I texted her. And I asked her how she was doing. And, you know, you replied. I reached out to you, remember? And where, sorry, where were you both living and at the like, time? You'll never believe who just reached out to me. And you're, yeah, and oh my God. Was like, do not that's right. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you, at, like, right after I drew that card, that's right. You messaged me I and I, and you. I didn't reply back because I, I didn't know what like to say. Yeah. Like and it was right after I drew that card and I was like, oh, wow. But about a month later, I reached out to her again mm-hmm. and we just started talking and talking. Mm-hmm. And I said something stupid and she laughed and she's like, God, if you could hear me laugh right now. And it was like, two in the morning or something yeah and i left you my number i was like why don't you give me a call yeah. sometime and i was and like i if... put my phone down and it rang i was like if oh. you don't think i'm gonna call you at 2 a.m <laughs> and, and like, were you <laughs> were you both in california at the time yeah well yeah. funny oh. enough we started talking and i was like we should hang out and she's like actually like you said, I'm, when you get back to LA, we should hang out. And yeah. I said, well, I'm about to get on a plane to go to London. I was like, okay, well, I mean, whenever you get back from London, yeah, like, well. just go. She's like, well, <laughs> she had just signed a cruise contract yeah, to do a show on oh. cruise. Oh. Oh. I was, I was oh. around the world yeah. singing and so we, 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 on a ship. we dated long distance oh, for a little while there. Yeah. But yeah. that's, I mean, that's how we met. That's me. You want to yeah. talk about yourself well, a little bit? The, when, when you were having that reading and then I'd reached out to you, right before he reached out to me again, you know, some, a couple weeks later, the day, like, or like a couple days before he reached out to me, I had sat down with a mutual friend mm-hmm. from Modesto that went to high school with you mm-hmm. that we, that we're friends, we're friends with in Los Angeles. And I sat down in her apartment and we were just kind of reminiscing about Modesto and about Bayer and our friends from Bayer and my friends from Modesto Christian and MJC. And I said, you know, we were, we were talking about the friends that we had in common and the shows that she'd seen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, you know, those, um, or I, I said something like some of my favorite memories ever. I have such a, a soft spot in my heart for growing up where we did because I felt like I lived my, my youth, my childhood and my, and my young, like teenage youth in, in a series of Polaroids. And I felt like I was really in like a like the the really fun part of the original movie It, like when it was like all the <laughs> their bikes and everybody's going down to the creek and it's a yeah. little yeehaw and it's a little like everybody's hanging out behind the Starbucks and like it, yeah. just, it was just like small town glory kind of and mm-hmm. and I said and 
so I had one of the best friends I've ever had in my life and and I miss him all the time and and I and I said to Michelle our friend I was like that's that's like and I'm I'm someone who's who's in recovery and I'm I'm kind of now in my practice my daily practice I'm always thinking about my part in things and I'm always Mm -hmm. thinking about you know, could I, could I someday make an, an amends or an apology, an apology for that person or just, you know, just like bury the hatchet. And I was like, God, if there was one person that I really could bury the hatchet with, it would be Steven. Mm. And then he messaged me like four days later. Wow. Or no, it was, you messaged me like a month later. And then he told me what day his friend was giving him that reading. And I was like, what day was this? And it was the same day that I was wow. and you were your energy a reading with your friends. Wow. And I was like, this is gross. Yeah. <laughs> and that but was, like, that also was really it. Yeah. yeah. And and I had I had come out of a difficult situation. I had been exiting out of one of the most painful relationships I've experienced in my life. And um and coming out of a painful time in my life I was like eight months sober and leaving a difficult relationship and lots of multifacets of abuse and you were starting I was starting my healing and Mm. and he had already gone through so many months of his and years of his own um growing yeah Yeah. and Mm And so he was like, I'm ready to be with this woman. And I was like, stay the fuck away from me. <laughs> I was like, I was yeah. like, you do, not, you do not need me to bleed out of my stitches all over you. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I kind of kept him at arm's length. And then January, he, you contacted me in September and we were kind of talking and he was so patient with me, with my fears and sailing and around the world, sailing around the world and talking <laughs> yeah. and, yeah. and just talking the way that we used to when we were younger, yeah. which is like yeah. our strongest, our, the strongest part of our relationship, I think is our friendship. Mm. Truly. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I like you a lot. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then in January, like 27th, I think I was like, that's it. Fuck it. Will you just be my boyfriend? <laughs> I was in like South Africa and I was like, just be with me. (laughs) And he just went, okay, with a smiley face. And I was like, thank God. Uh, that's amazing that thank you so much i did not know there was so much up and down plot twists i love it yeah i'm like writing the movie in my head right now he just is home he feels like home yeah and it felt like coming home home back to like a healthier version of what we'd experienced before yeah yeah which was nice because what i what i'd experienced before with steven was just a really incredibly deep love for people for such young people to mm-hmm. experience and then mm-hmm. but we were like not ready for it we were i mean we were just yeah. children we were, yeah we were young and immature and yeah. we didn't know how to communicate or how to like interact with our feelings yeah. and hold space for each other and um yeah yeah i mean i would even say when we did when you did come back to shore yeah like we even had, we had more, were we still, even that we first like week through. or week or so like we had rough. to like learn to like read each other because we had mm-hmm. room with each yeah other. exactly yeah. and so yeah. like we went on this big vacation for a month for a month the hell oh wow uh, she got back <laughs> and uh, we traveled up the northwest it was a great trip but yeah um they say if you can travel with somebody yeah, yeah. oh that, talk was, about like from one extreme like not seeing each other to like wow. traveling with each oh, other yeah. wow yeah. Yeah. yeah so there was i mean even then there was like we've grown since then and it's it's really lovely to see yeah 
how much yeah. our relationship has changed. How different how different your birthday trip was this year compared to last oh, year's yeah. birthday trip. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we still had a good time, but yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. No, it wasn't like constantly at each other, but it was certainly like we were scared. We didn't know how to be like, hey, um, when you do this thing, it kind of makes me feel, you know, or like, yeah, hey, I'm upset right now. And, yeah. And it's more of like, I can't believe you don't know I'm upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can't you believe you're too cute, man. I totally feel you on the friends thing because we were close friends before we started dating. And I was also, we both were seeing someone at the time that we were like growing a friendship. And mm -hmm. for me, it got to the point where I was getting more excited when Corey would call me than when my mm -hmm. boyfriend at the time would call me. And so that was very eye-opening to me that I was like, okay, maybe I need to change some things here. <laughs> but I do think because, ooh, I just hit the mic, um, because we have had and have such a strong friendship, I, I do think that that is part of the reason why we have such a strong relationship. Yeah. 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 What are there's there's this things that Stephen Stephen has witnessed. Hi, stomach. Stephen <laughs> has witnessed so much of myself when I was younger, and kind of blessedly has not witnessed like some of the worst of myself that I went through in my twenties, <laughs> and I think vice versa. And then now we're just witnessing the good and the bad of our thirties, <laughs> baby. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you, we're really big on love languages. Do you know much about the five different love languages? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm, I always ask cause I'm always just so curious because I like, I like hearing people talk about their relationship and then seeing them. And then I kind of like think, mm, based on what X, Y, Z was said, I think this, what are your love languages? How would, how do you like do to you wanna, give? Do you want to guess first? A challenge. You said you said you said you like to analyze based off of context here. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I'm, so I'm still, no, I'm still getting it. I'm no, still let, getting me, it. let me take this one. Like, let me take okay. This one. okay. Oh, okay. Zero context. context. Zero context. Sure. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna spitball here. Okay, but also like, give and receive. Steven. Yes. Are, what do you have siblings? Uh, I do. Yeah, I am the oldest. Are, you're the oldest. Okay. okay. Do you have a good relationship with your parents? Uh, mixed. It's, mixed? uh, it's a little bit rough. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say off of no reality or anything <laughs> of knowing you. I love this. That you, that you are a, um, words of affirmation to receive huh. and quality time to give. Um, <laughs> not quite. <laughs> um, way to let him down <laughs> you should have just been like fuck no dude you're so wrong what are you yeah. what are you? Uh, i mean uh <laughs> you are a gentle you're a gentle gentle man yeah. you are. um i mean i've never really analyzed like give and then receive yeah. i would mm -hmm. say that just a big love language for me is touch yeah, yeah. Uh, nice. yeah i'm i'm a very i'm, I'm cuddly i'm a big yeah cuddly. Same. Same. um Same. yeah i i will come home and just like nestle yeah like, oh, or just boy. or just want to hold you yeah you. yeah um, yeah yeah i'm a i'm a very i'm a very touchy feely person so touch. yeah. like that out. he's a man um, i guess that first <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, yeah. how about you um i funny enough i don't mind i i love to give touch i don't love to receive it Mm -hmm. as often and I, I I don't think that that is something that's inherently belong belongs to me I think that's that's something that has happened to me through experience where I'm like mm. see 
please like my body, mm-hmm. <laughs> like my autonomy, stay away from yeah. me. Um, but I think slowly in this relationship, I've learned to like ease up the hackles mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, I, it, quality time and words of affirmation to receive, um, acts of service to give. Nice. Yeah. I like, I feel like I, like I make things for people. I cook, I, mm-hmm. I want to, I want to, I want to make life easy for you. Like, yeah. for you. so when you get home, it's just like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. sounds very housewifey, but when, when I'm the one who works from home, I'm just like, well, I don't want him to come home to like the yeah. nonsense, you know, or, or if you, if you feel like you need something taken care of, I would love to take care of it for you. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Very generous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't see yeah. I just like mmmed in his face. <laughs> what about you? What are you? What are you guys? Um, well, it was a really big turning point in our relationship. A big lesson, and like people who listen to our podcast are probably like, "Oh my god, they're going to talk about it again." But <laughs> Corey's Corey's touch, give and receive, like. He wants me to just like always, no matter how, even if it's just like a finger on his Dude, cheek. Dude, sometimes, like, yes, sometimes please, when we're laying me. down at night, I like make her put her hand on my eye. <laughs> yeah. Like this. Le- legit. He just like, is like anytime. I just love like pressure. Yeah. Just like a... Any way I touch him. Yeah. I-, I could literally that just be going familiar. like this. <laughs> and he's just so I will happy. lay on top of Steven like a log. Like a weighted blanket. Yeah. Yes, that's his favorite. Corey's like, can you just yeah. come lay on me? Can you come lay on me, please? Yeah. <laughs> but my lowest of it's physical touch. It's physical touch. <laughs> I'm the same I feel the same way. So yeah. it was hard for us because you know he would come home and want me to immediately like hug him and he would take that as you don't love me because you don't touch me the yeah. second I walk what? in the door. I didn't say it like I that. know but I'm, I'm over exaggerating <laughs> to prove a point. We get it. But so it was a big thing for us like okay you need to realize that if I'm not touching you it doesn't mean that I don't love you mm-hmm. and I will also like up my touch game. Yeah. So and I had to up my uh, quality my, time. Yeah, mine is quality time. I yeah. like to, I like to give and receive through quality time, but I'm also an acts of service. Yeah. yeah, and I'm an acts of service guy, so I'm like, if I do the dishes, you know, or if yeah. I do all mm-hmm. these house things, then it's like cool. But like, quality time isn't like watching TV. It's like something different. So it's yeah. like, it's Literally, it's right before we started this podcast, I was like, I was like, hey, because he was he was doing something on his computer, and I had just gotten. Uh, out of a meeting that I was helping lead and we just kind of had been separated for like two hours and I was like hey before we do this can we just have whenever whenever you're at a stopping point can we just like cuddle on the couch and like hang out for a second I love that yeah 100 yeah because yeah. that's, awesome. yeah. that's that's been something in this quarantine that we've struggled with because there's so much there was so much time and then you went back to work it, it's like just kind of finding that ebb and flow yeah. and the the amount of communication that that must happen before we were struggling to find time for ourselves yeah like and the time quality alone. of that time yeah, yeah. and yeah. and to well i mean there was like there was we were quarantined and there was yeah. nothing to do yeah and like i know for myself the especially space. like i was yeah. just like i wanted to hang out and yeah. it was like almost overwhelming because we were spending too much time together. Yeah. I'm someone who needs to recharge. Yeah, I think yeah. I think we both do to a yeah. degree. I need um, time alone. Yeah, and so now we're struggling to find time again. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and it's, 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 it's a challenge. Greener. Yeah, it's a challenge. Sure. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yeah. And it's also it's different when we, we're. I'm sure you guys ex- have experienced this. Like we love to like have experiences. We love to go out to like the movies, yeah. or we love to go be you know like grab yeah. coffee yeah. shop grab or something coffee and sit yeah. down yeah. And yes art in the coffee shop or like walk around yeah. and we love going to like a buffalo exchange and seeing if we find anything cool in there we mm. love yeah. bookstores yeah. 
we yeah. love to hang out and now it's just like oh, it's hard to do that watch another movie yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's exhausting a little bit yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, Lindsay, I would love to hear a little bit about your path to um, what I think is your dream role. <laughs> One of them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's, it's a role I was never expecting to have. Um, yeah, I, I was doing theater at MJC. I'd left Modesto junior or Modesto Christian high school at 16 and I was a part of that Valley Charter School mm -hmm. that was like on the other side of the campus on of East Campus, I think it was. Yeah, East mm -hmm. Campus. And I would go into, what was that big brick building? The main building where all the classrooms were in. What was it called? Oh, that yeah, main building. I, <laughs> I, was, I, I would go and I would sit in one classroom from like 8 a.m. to noon every day Oh, yikes. Go to our classes. Yeah. We would take. Those and, MJC yeah. fans MJC. tweet at us and tell us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Those, those, those MJC, six, those MJC, six MJC fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I, I would do that every day just because I really wanted a th like a theater experience. I wanted mm -hmm. to, yeah. I wanted to get better and there wasn't any at my high school. And so I just kind of, I did that for a long time. And then I won that Valley's Got Talent show that happened at the Gallo Center and yeah. Robert Ulrich who cast Glee Project and Glee happened to be one of the judges and was like, I can't tell you to audition, but if you wanted to, here's all the information. <laughs> yeah. And that was it. I had just got done doing Cinderella at Merced Playhouse with Steven. And then oh, I- Oh, Steve, I think I saw that. I think I saw that. Was Heidi in that show? No. No, 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 no she wasn't no, in it. Heidi was, wasn't in that show. It was our, a couple of our other friends. I, def I definitely saw that because who was- because um, uh, Chris and uh, Keen were in it too, right? That was Beauty and the Beast, I think. Oh, uh, then I saw Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, okay. it was Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah, okay. that was Beauty and the Beast. That's right. Cinderella. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, I, I drove. We had just got down with Cinderella, which was right after Macbeth. And I drove down to Los Angeles and I auditioned. And then we started Scarlet Pim or not Scarlet Pimpernel, Jesus Christ, what's that show called? Pirates of Penzance. Pirates of Penzance, go pirate. <laughs> Pirates of Penzance. And there's actually a photo of Lori and of um, Heidi in mm -hmm. that, that upstairs dance room. NJC yeah. dance the people. NJC dance, yeah. 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 And, and it's, there's a picture of me and Steven sitting on the ground next oh. to each other. And I didn't go back to rehearsal after that day because I had oh, gone wow. to LA to film yeah. the project. I had like wow. quit that day. I was like, I gotta go. Yeah. 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 It was kind of wild. Um, we were so little. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah, I, I moved to LA after, after Glee Project was done. I moved to LA and did Glee and I've, I've done all the, all the artist things I've, I've hosted yeah. at restaurants. I've, I've volunteered, you know, to get like a, like volunteered for an entire day or an entire weekend. And then you get like paid in drink tickets for something. And yeah. yeah. Like not that you get paid for volunteering, but I've, I've worked in bars. I've worked everywhere. I've auditioned for everything except for Broadway. I've mm. never had a Broadway audition before. And then I went away to do this ship job and came back and started with a new agent. And she was like, is Broadway something you want to do? I was like, I mean, yeah, and <laughs> I would fucking love to if I could get in a room, you know, and, and I just kind of thought that once, once like 27, 28 rolled around, like 
it was a little too late to create those relationships. Like I thought, mm-hmm. I thought that I would have to, have, I would have to live in New York. And if you recall, Stephen, I was like, I'm moving to New York after this mm-hmm. yeah. after the contract. I'm going to move to New York and I'm going to, I'm yeah. going to try. I'm just yeah. going to try because that's where I want to be. Every time I, I auditioned for that ship job in New York. And every single time I'd been in New York, I was like, this is where I want to be. And, um, <laughs> and then, yeah, it was, I started with my new agent. You, got, you auditioned in, in November, November last year. Yeah. And it took them till January to call her. Wow. Oh, the, that waiting period. That waiting time. She, she, I had given, I had, I was like, oh, it didn't happen. Yeah. yeah. She, she had given up, but like from, from. Didn't give up. I just let it go. Yeah. You just yeah. like not, yeah. not, we're not thinking Moving about on. it. Yeah. 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 Next yeah. And I remember being at work at the time and getting a call from her. And you were, I was in not. Tears. I was not bawling. You say I was bawling, but I was not. <laughs> I was shaking and laughing. I promise. I didn't cry until I got my mom on the phone. She I was listened. shaking and laughing. <laughs> I was. And uh, was this the call that you got it, or like I had just got yeah. the call? Yeah. So okay. your first call was to Stephen. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and so I got this call at work. And he couldn't, he couldn't talk cause he was standing in front of a customer and he's like, I gotta go. And I was like, wow, he doesn't fucking love me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, guess we're breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, yeah. I'm sure you were dying inside. Oh, I was, man. It was, it was fantastic. Yeah. I called, I called her back right after, but it was, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was so amazing to hear that, that she had gotten that. And I was it, just immensely proud of her yeah. Yeah. and all her work. He told, and, he told the guy that was delivering stuff. He was like, my girlfriend bro, just booked Broadway. I was, was telling like, literally <laughs> anybody that would walk by about it. Really. Yeah. Uh, the best part of that though, is the guy, the guy that he told, like the guy that was like delivering stuff for the story was like, Man, what are you gonna do? You know, like what are you gonna do? I was like, like, well, I was like, like Yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah, he's like, I'm yeah, gonna be upset that your girlfriend's in New York, and I'm like. I don't care about that. Like, yeah. come on. It's yeah. so funny where people's, it's so funny to me, like where people's minds go, because like. We did have, long distance for three years. Yeah. yeah. But like, when you have, like, when you're with someone that like truly is like your best friend, like if, if she was to be elected president of the world tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, Lofty. what a job. Like, the, well, like, but like where people's minds goes like, you're a man. You How do you do? feel yeah. about. How do you feel about being? So many people asked me the same thing, and I was like, "Who fucking cares? Who the fuck cares?" Like, Broadway. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, dude. And it's so yeah. But But like, but of course I care. Of course I've thought about it. But I'm like, yeah. I I just told you you book Broadway and the first is like well what's Stephen gonna do Stephen's gonna be fine yeah <laughs> yeah yeah he's gonna be fine yeah. he's, we're gonna figure it out yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean the, there the, was there was also a point in our when I had decided like okay I need to go to New York to at least try this thing like mm. this is happening yeah I and I had like told him like I might do this I don't know what do you think New York <laughs> and he wasn't really into it and then one day we were sitting because we were long distance at the time well I had my reasons for not wanting to yeah but I we were at a restaurant and I said I'm going to New York whether you go or not it's just a matter of like how we're gonna make this work like just because I'm going doesn't mean we have yeah. to break up but this is what I'm doing. What would you like to do? <laughs> yeah. And it was hard for me because, like, I, I left high school. I'm familiar. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, Lindsay, I had a, I had a, I'm, I'm older than you are, but uh, I, was, I grew up playing ice hockey 
at a time in California where hockey was like not the thing. Yeah. And so when I was 17, I got like drafted to play junior A hockey on the East Coast. So I left high school early yeah. and went, moved to New York and played hockey and like got traded around. I was in Boston and Michigan yeah. and like all these different places. And like yeah. my experience of New York was like all hockey, super competitive. And got, he was mainly yeah. in Long Island, not really. In yeah, I was in Long Island. Brooklyn, like, I, got, so. I got super hurt. All of my feelings about New York were like yeah. very negative. So I was like, no. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad we did because totally. I love it more than and she now does. He, now now <laughs> yeah. he never wants to leave. And I'm totally. like, I'm ready to go back to California. <laughs> yeah. I'm so ready to have this conversation again. I'm going. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. But what was the conversation like? What? How did you guys feel after the bit. initial, you know? I mean, we, we weren't too stressed. Um, she, she all, took off to... It also to, happened very fast. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There, was, there was not really much time for discussion. Like, Lindsay had to fly out to New York by the end of the month. Yeah, I got and, home in January, and I, my, my contract began on the 28th. Yeah, so, so she... It was, like, it was quick. She, she flew out, and she was rehearsing, and so the, the plan was, was basically, like, and whenever I got vacation time, I'm yeah. flying to New York. We, like, we made yeah. like a tentative schedule of like, you're coming in, you're coming in March, you're coming in On my July, birthday in July. You're coming, you're coming like maybe sometime in, in, the fall. in the fall. And then I, I was supposed to end my contract, which is crazy to think about now that I would be a couple months out from ending. I was supposed yeah, to end at the end wow. of November. Yeah. So it was like, yeah. why don't you come and like help me move back? Or like, why don't we decide if we want to stay? But the yeah. nice, the interesting thing about that is it's like, you know, make a plan and the universe is like, mm-hmm. He knew of my desire to be in New York. And it was, it was so openly stated, like where I, if I will go anywhere with you. And that's kind yeah. of how I felt with him as well. Yeah. But in that moment for my career, I was like, but this is what I, I need as a human mm-hmm. being. I need yeah. to be yeah. here from, to, to continue on this career that I, I know I'm not done with yet, yeah. Yeah. Um, if ever. And, and then that was, you know, once it started, it was like, you know, as, as the year progresses, he'd never been to New York until he came to see Wicked. And, and, mm. um, and I was like, why don't, why don't you take this year as you come visit me to see if this is a place that you would want to be? Or if it's like, I come to New York when I work in New York and then I, you know, yeah. I, live, yeah. I live elsewhere. But yeah, it was always just like in a state of, um, oh, where'd that word go? A state of support. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, awesome. That's the word. That's the word. Yeah. <laughs> well, what a like, I mean, first of all, I just want to say like, what an incredible like opportunity to play uh, arguably one of the most famous roles on Broadway. What is that? What was that like for you? Um, Cause I remember watching the Glee project while you were on it, you know, we were big fans. Um, but like, what was that like for you to like step into this, these shoes and like walk me through like the first time they put the makeup on. Like I oh, want to, I'd love to hear like what, where your mind was at. Cause this, this is like, a lot of people don't know these, kinds of things like what was your what was your mind state like it's it's such a well-oiled machine wicked is like i'm the 22nd not not just like what i'm not the 22nd woman to be in new york stepping into alpha because there's been understudies and standbys Mm. and and all kinds of people going in and out um but i'm the 22nd main stage like main uh principal alpha which is a crazy thing to be like only 21 other Wow. do you that's, know that's i'm sure you now. i'm sure you do but when did it first come out um 2003 
was when oh, it wow. was when it like opened <clears throat> in I think in in New York and then that, that was when the yeah 17 years and that was when the uh the album hit which was like a huge that was the yeah. huge thing and I hadn't yeah. seen Wicked until 09 mm-hmm. I think it was right, right before I turned 18 with Idina Menzel no I saw it with Teal Wix no I was saying Menzel. she was the original in oh yeah yeah. No, yeah um and then so yeah it was a, it was a kind of a crazy like I I remember getting that call and thinking people get fucking phone calls like this this is crazy um and i've gotten amazing phone calls in my career where i was like wow i can't believe this i'm so thankful this is amazing somebody pinched me i can't believe this is happening but this was a different level because i had sat in san francisco in 2009 and i watched to find gravity happen with teal wicks and i cried and i turned to my mom when the house lights came up and said i'm gonna do that someday that's crazy she was like like, okay and that was kind of a moment for my mom where she was like, wow, she's, she is going to do it. She could see yeah. it in my face. And I just kind of let that go. Cause I thought if I haven't done it by now, you know, if I have an audition mm-hmm. by now, it's not going to happen. And so getting there and being in the room, you know, surrounded by photos of Adina and Shoshana Bean and um, Jackie Burns and Stephanie J. Block, all of these le- Broadway legends. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, what the hell am I doing here? And I think, I got hit by a bit of imposter syndrome and then I realized I had absolutely no time for that bullshit. So I had to like get <laughs> out of my you. own way. Yeah. And I, but I didn't have, t- I, I quite literally had no time to second guess myself. I blinked and I was opening. So yeah. I, was, wow. I blinked and I was, and I was running on stage with an audience. And so I was wow. like, Oh my God. Um, the first time I put the green on was for my press photos um, and it's interesting because Steven was kind of along for the ride because we, we, we WhatsApp message each other. And so mm-hmm. he was just getting like videos and pictures. And pictures. Uh, he got pictures green of selfies. Green selfies. Oh, so cool. <laughs> There's, I actually found a video the other day. I was going through trying to find another picture of me and my Fiero. And I, there was a video of me right after my put in, which was the first time. No, the first time I got green was for my press photos. I just said that. I'm a liar. And then the <laughs> second time I got green was for my put in. And then the third time I got green was my debut. Yeah. So there's a video of me taking my eyelashes off in full green, no wig, just my wig cap. And I'm like, wow. I, I, you can see me. I'm go, I, I say something like it went really well. Everyone's really happy. And I was like, and then I do this and then you see like the light of heaven in my eyes. And I literally go, Oh God. <laughs> and I was like, I can't believe I'm going to do this <laughs> like, I was, because, I, because I was so, I'd never done the show so full out with all the costume to, because it's the first time you, yeah. do, it once. you do it once with everything nuts. On. one dress wow. one, one full dress because I'd done like a wow. quad dress rehearsal where I went I did costume changes and like mm-hmm. had the wig on but not Props the green and, and not the lights and not the yeah, orchestra it's a lot. all of the moving pieces and I was all the props, all of the other actors that are going to do it with me. And that's was, crazy. Only once. Wild. Only wow. once. And you can literally, and I, I say something like, I can't believe I'm going to do this for a year. <laughs> and, I like, and I said, and I, and I was like, I can't believe I have to do this again in three days. <laughs> like, I can't believe it. Wow. And so it was just, it was really wild. And there, I, a lot of, a lot of, the people in that building, you know, they expect like when the, when the first time I got green for the press photos, everything happened so fast that I didn't have a moment to like stand with myself in a mirror and be like, this is happening. You're doing it. You're yeah. going to be like holding myself by the, by the ears. Like you're going to be fine. And mm-hmm. um, is that something people do holding? The, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> but I, but I, um, I, 
I did have this moment when the green, because they start under like your chin, basically. Yeah. They, they begin around your face and contour your face and then begin, oop, begin another, um, they begin another coat and then another coat and then another coat. It's like getting watercolored. And it started, and it started so fast. There wasn't like a, okay, are you ready? It was just like surgery beginning. <laughs> yeah. And, and I just watched it happen and I was talking to people as it happened and I was warming up like, like any other show. And- Oh no. <laughs> oh, they, you froze. Oh, no. <laughs> Hold on. You're frozen. We'll wait, we'll wait. Oh, right, there it is. And I was like, huh, oh, wait, this is crazy. wait, and I, oh, pause. No. <laughs> oh no. You, you froze for a few seconds. <laughs> oh no, oh, no. What, what did you hear? Um, I, the last part you were saying that you were like talking to everyone as everyone totally. was like putting your makeup on. It just said our internet went unstable, so that can be an edit if you feel like it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to edit it, yeah. I'm there was so that. much hubbub, and then, and then I, like, it was, again, like, I blinked, and there she was in front of me, and I was putting the wig on, and I was putting on the bodysuit, and I was yeah. getting the costumes on, and I was like, huh, this feels an awful lot, like, not to be on the nose of Wizard of Oz, but I was like, well, there's no place like home. Like I, I really <laughs> was like, wow, I'm, I'm doing it. Do you think it was that, a sen- there was a sense of calm for sure. Oh yeah. Do you think yeah. that that like being pushed into that, like a little bit faster than maybe you would have wanted to was helpful. Like kind of just being thrown into the fire. Cause like, I know for me, like when someone just throws me into a stressful situation, I kind of like tend to rise to the occasion a little bit easier. That's, Do you think that it was helpful? I, I work well under pressure. Yeah. I, I'd work, I work well with like, you have a one week deadline and I'm like, you bet I do. <laughs> um, but I, but I really do. I work well under pressure. And I, I had an interesting experience of like moving to a city where I didn't really know anybody. And I'm not, obviously I'm a sober person. So it's not like I'm like going out, like hanging out with friends until two in the morning yeah. and yeah. or like needing to go get drinks, you know, or I saw a couple shows while I was rehearsing because I wanted to decompress from wicked and mm-hmm. I mean, we, we talked as much as we could, but we were three hours apart and yeah, it was, it was hard, but I was, it really was like, I would wake up, I would steam my voice. I would get in the shower. I would look over the lines that I messed up the day before because I had line cards to review and then I would Mm -hmm. go to work and then I would have a lunch break and then I would go back to work and I would do, do the same thing in the bathtub that night and I'd go to sleep and then I'd wake up and do it all again the next day. Yeah. It was, it was a lot. <laughs> and that's quite, yeah. honestly quite like what the, the, the show routine was as well. Yeah, I, totally. I do want to say though, too, um, I did go and see, and I watched her perform. <laughs> and uh, I want to say that I wept the entire time. <laughs> he was, he she's, she's, she's phenomenal. Honestly. Yeah. I want to hear about your experience as this person yeah. that loves this woman, it, like clearly yeah. so much. You guys are best friends. What was that like for you, yeah. Stephen, to like see someone that you love just achieve this? Oh my God. He it calls was, me a hard worker often. Yeah. I mean, she, she did. She worked so hard for this role and everything leading up to it. She worked so hard on and, she uh like 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 you said lens like you we it was hard to stay in touch yeah, i yeah. mean her whole day started and ended with wicked yeah. um it's it's it's, it's an exhausting <laughs> exhausting role um it's it's a huge a huge burden and um so it was difficult 
staying in touch long distance with that. And yeah. I look forward to that challenge when you go back <laughs> to Broadway. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, seeing her on stage, A, I was crying the whole time because Bloody. she's my partner and I love her. Yeah. And B, she just does the role such justice. Like she does such an amazing job. Um, so I'm going to, say this to all the listeners right now wear your damn masks <laughs> please so that, so that performers can go yeah. back to their job yeah. once this is all over yeah we um, dude that's yeah that's so that's so, so true when yeah as so yeah just please put your mask on yeah. hopefully next year when everything goes back to normal yeah. You all can go see Lindsay. I'll have yeah. my ears for months ago. <laughs> I, I loved those videos that you were like, well, still found yeah, more. Exactly. So funny. <laughs> I remember the other, the other day I messaged the tour Alphaba with just a photo, and I'm so sorry if this is disgusting, trigger warning, uh, <laughs> acne acne related uh, content. I had I had a black head on my chin and I was like, God, that is a crazy thing in there. <laughs> and I just like pressed it and it green. <gasps> and I was like, yeah talia siskauer is the alphabet on tour and i i had it on my finger and i took a picture and i was like the fuck is this she's like, she like i just went she was in florida she was like i went to like my my childhood esthetician who like wore a mask the whole time and worked on my face and she was like they were all over my hairline i was like Dude. send me photos <laughs> wow that's like, i kind of was like can you keep them in can you keep them in i just want to hold People on to <laughs> wow you don't realize crazy. that like that's Wild. like so much makeup like, <laughs> yeah i, I yeah. do have to tell you so i remember when alex told me that you got cast for yeah. the alphaba and i i think the, the first words out of my mouth were what a fucking great person to play i was like this is like <laughs> it's wild because like i remember watching you on the show and um Alex would always like give me updates. I mean, we're we're not personally friends, but yeah, she would always yeah. be like, she, you know, like she's doing this and doing that, and I'm like, what? And I, but I've seen you sing, and I was like, what a great, like casting, so nice. like good job, Broadway. Yeah. It was really cool, <laughs> and also like I root for people from my hometown. You know, right. like I was like, this is so cool to see. I feel, the I feel the same way. I'm always like, yes, yeah, doing it, <laughs> yeah. I I was I have never seen Wicked before, so we have. <gasps> I know. I'm gonna be your first alphabet. Yes. yes. Aren't you gonna be glad that I didn't yes. do that show? So there was one time we were living long distance, and I was actually with Heidi. Do you know the Johnson brothers, Chance, Connor, yeah, and Clayton? Clayton? I know. I know. I? I know Chance Johnson. Yeah. I don't think. I okay. So I do. My, I'm so sorry, Chance. Chan I don't. No, no, no. It's all good. Back, <laughs> back to uh, back to Modesto. Throwbacks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Back to Modesto. So Chance is Chance is my best friend on the on the planet. I was in a band with him for yeah for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And um, I went to go see Wicked with him, his, his girlfriend, and his brother Connor. And uh, long story short, we get to intermission. I'm with like the two brothers. <laughs> oh, you'll love this. I get to intermission. We get to intermission, and Connor had gone to go see it at the O2 Arena in London, which was yeah. like this really great. So we get to intermission, and he's Connor stands up and he's like, "What did you guys think?" And we're all like, yeah, it's a great first half. And he's like, what do you mean first half? We're like, yo, it's intermission. <laughs> and he literally goes like this in his chair. He goes, <laughs> he's like, I walked out at this point at the show in London. 
And we were all like, you know what though? <laughs> I will tell you, a lot of people do that. Oh no! Because, dude, the, the the intermission and is. Until it's... gravity happens, people have no clue that the show continues on. Wow. <laughs> that's that's a real thing. People wow. will get up. You, if you had noticed how full the house was when you saw it, and then you took a gander about how not as full the house was, <laughs> you don't think it's over. A lot of people. It's people so think amazing. It's over. And it's also so the first act is like an hour and 45 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> so it must be a one act show. must be a one and done. Plus wow. nowadays people don't have theater etiquette. They don't understand yeah. how the theater or they, works. Or they like don't look at the program. And yeah. Say like, yeah. Which yeah. is part yeah. of theater etiquette. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, 100%. There's, I, I have a friend who went to see Wicked at the Pantages in, in LA and they just had, it was like, they just had never really listened to the soundtrack, I guess. I, and these were like theater people and they went and her dad was like, all right, show's over. Cause he just didn't, and they're like <laughs> theater people. Great. And it was just like something got crossed. Wow. It, it like it short circuits your, it short circuits your brain. Cause it's so good. It's like, <laughs> you're like, this is what an amazing yeah. ending. Spoiler alert. Like with, yeah, the yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like long story yeah. short, she's so she's always given me shit. And then because, now when yeah, you got cast, I was like, go, you can go see her. Now. He went yeah. to go That's see great. it in San Francisco and we were living long distance at the time. And so I yeah. called him and I was like, Hey, what are you doing? He's like, Oh, I'm going, we're waiting for the show to start. And I was like, what show? And he was like, I'm going to see Wicked. And Classic he Corey, forgot to told me, tell me. But yeah. I'm very cool, 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 cool. I'm honored <laughs> that the world made me not see it. So yeah. that you see my first. But um, yeah, it was so funny when you posted, you posted like a picture or video of you on a plane, like New York, here I come. And I, I messaged you and I was like, oh, how long are you here for? I'd love to see you. I was like, a while. And you're like, I'll be here a while. <laughs> yeah. And I wasn't technically supposed to be telling a lot of people because it hadn't been publicly, but I was like, yeah. I'm going to be here for a, a, a contract. <laughs> yeah. The whole last time. He and was the, the only person like, I told, no, I swear. <laughs> it's so, it's yeah. so, dude, it's so, it's so weird. Like I, I do a lot of work in Broadway, but I have zero Broadway experience. Like I just yeah. did like a bunch of stuff for the Emoji Land um show oh, friends wrote that show yeah so oh, wow. i did like yeah. all of the uh all of the promo videos for that like we shot wow. all of that and like my business partner was big he was like huge on broadway and like a huge musical theater person so i've like interacted okay. with all these musical theater theater pe musical theater people <laughs> so i feel like very attached to this world and, I, and i've been brought into it as like a, a labor of love from people that are in the community so like yeah. i know i have this huge 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 soft spot for theater that i never had i'm 35 years old like yeah and now i'm this like theater lover you know yeah. which is like so but to see someone like you that's like gone through this whole journey is so inspiring and like yeah. can like so cool that, that yeah. you get to do that and i know that there's a lot of people probably from modesto that you don't know that like look up to <laughs> you and like, i get messages know, a lot on on social media where they're yeah. like Minesto Pride, and I'm like, hell yeah! That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, and and it seems like you know, um, to have a partner that like supports you in in the arts, and like mm -hmm. Stephen's clearly an artist too, and that you guys support each other in those endeavors yeah. is like so yeah inspiring. Um, because very rarely do we talk to couples who are both in the arts community, mm -hmm. so it's always refreshing to hear both perspectives of, of like how are you handling yeah your... I, I think it's important well I don't want to say important I think it 
it's helpful when your partner is also in the arts because they have a level of understanding. Like, even though Corey and I don't share the same art form, we do have a very much understanding that sometimes dance is gonna come before him and yeah. sometimes film is gonna come before me. And it's yeah. this understanding that we have and it's very clear that you two have also that understanding. And I think my my perspective on it, like for example, the the interesting like the the talks about why don't we try out New York while I'm working here mm-hmm. was for the sake of him coming and possibly getting back into theater himself and having mm-hmm. the space and the time because yeah. it would have been it would be provided because he's, mm-hmm. he's so gifted and so talented and and um you are and um, <laughs> and I think that Thank the you. the reason why those passions quote-unquote come before a relationship is because it's for the benefit of the relationship in the long yes. run and yeah. that's yes. why it's like it does not yes. come before you but it but right now this is you know yeah. or leaps itself like this this comes first today so that yeah. you can come first forever yeah and that's yeah. the yeah that's the goal yeah it's also a sign of a healthy relationship that like you want to put yourself and your accomplishments like at the forefront of your mind and then to have a partner that's not hindered by that is so powerful yeah yeah it's always i i i understand the psyche of like people being threatened uh, threatened or or feeling insecure about Mm -hmm. that but it's like it's never about the other person it's always about the inward you know, battle yeah. of yeah. the person feeling threatened or insecure. Yeah. And, um, and we have those moments, but it's not, not necessarily of like, Oh, I'm threatened by you and your successes or like I'm threatened by you and your work or your job. It's like, I just love you. And I like want to be around. <laughs> yeah. I want to be around and I want to spend yeah. time because, um, you know, soon, soon there won't be as much time, you know, and those, even in those difficult like quarantine moments and those, those, uh, those like sharp feelings that you can have in those reactionary moments. I'm just like, just remember though, that there will be a time where if if all goes kind of well, like (laughs) it will be, you will be in a different state in a matter of months Yeah, Yeah. and you're going to ache for your, no, he's not your boyfriend anymore. This is husband aching for him. So like do your best to just like time and don't take it for granted and don't waste it. And, yeah. Mm. So powerful. That's so powerful. <laughs> yeah. Has quarantine and this time away from New York given either of you any more like clarity or are you able to have more um what's the word I'm looking for? I guess maybe just clarity. <laughs> clarity <laughs> as just- to what? Well, there's like, there's just obviously there's so much unknown as to when Broadway will open again and when things will come. And um, do you think that it, you'll just kind of, Lindsay, you'll, you'll go back and, and Stephen, you'll stay? Or have you had more time to think about and like, you don't have to yeah de- details or whatnot, but has this time away given either of you some, some more like clarity on what you want to we where just you break up be? right here. Right <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, actually, I was gonna say, <laughs> world, world star, world star, <laughs> just like oh, just we're gonna. Sorry, Stephen, no, you hate this. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I, I think something that's actually come out of, <laughs> I'm so sorry, I love you so much. <laughs> I, um, something that's come out of this actually is, uh, because we live, we live in a, a condo in Orange County with another roommate who's not here right now because they, they work at Disney and they don't need to be here right now because yeah. they're yeah. Um, but we've been like, we really would like our own space. Yeah. Obviously, which is something that couples prefer on the, mm-hmm. on the right, but it's definitely something of like, I would like to one day curate a space with yeah. you where like we buy a bookshelf and we have, you know, our altars. House or we plans. Have house plans. <laughs> and the dishes that we want to eat off of. Yeah. Like it's yeah. Nesting. It's, and in this time of like yeah. technical nesting, there's only yeah. so much nesting to do in a yeah. space that only belongs to you halfway. Yeah. yeah. That's it's, been, it's not like we haven't discussed that what are we gonna far do? with that. Yeah. It comes from a place of like not needing to discuss that. Like I, I think, know, yeah. Yeah. I think we trust that the outcome will be the outcome, and that yeah. we're going to be fine, whatever the outcome yeah. will be. Yeah, um, figure the way. Yeah, I mean, I would love to go to New York with yeah. her, and I also wouldn't mind staying here. Like it's not, yeah, nothing, nothing's that pressing or urgent that it needs to be decided at the moment. Yeah, which I yeah. guess is the clarity that I have is that. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Like everything's yeah. good. That's, the that's awesome. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. awesome. That's also because everything's so up in the air. Like I have yeah, an yeah. apartment that's specifically mine in me. Well, I don't, I mean, right now it is, but like <laughs> that's, that's because of my job description, because of my contracts, like it's just like the held space for me. But yeah. Like that might not be there. So, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like yeah. you don't know because yeah. you don't know anything. We're just like, isn't it nice to kind of not know and just to be in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I'm so much, I'm so much of a planner and it's this whole thing is really teaching me to, it's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard, but yeah. I'm, I'm trying to go with the flow more and just yeah. like, I always do have this, you know, it is what it is. It is like, it'll happen when it happens. Like everything's meant to be kind of attitude, totally. but also underlying, like I'm going to plan the shit out of my life. So, so yeah, this, this period where everything is just kind of, I just feel like I'm floating with no anchor, like no anchors in sight. Um, yeah. I want to, anyway. I want to, I want to shift this into the positive and, uh, I want to be <laughs> me mindful of your time. Steven, yeah. I would love to hear uh how the proposal went down can you guys talk a little bit about oh man yeah i'd love to i'd love to hear how that went down sure um the proposal was (laughs) i say in the grandest yes sorry i just want to say something the proposal is also like a very intimate space between you two so like you can share as little or as much as As you little or as much as you want yeah yeah no pressure I, i will i will say um it was impromptu on a small scale, but in the grand scheme of things, it seemed very poignant mm-hmm. and precise. Yeah. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I, I have been looking for, I've been looking for a ring for a while and Lindsay and I talked about rings before in the past. Sneaky. Um, and, <laughs> uh, with, with everything happening, um, I was able to, you know, put up the money that I, I needed for a ring and I, I had ordered it and it with FedEx and everything, it took forever to get it, but I eventually had the ring. Um, and I was 
wondering, this was back in June. I was like, what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? I hadn't made a plan yet. I was still trying to figure things out. And uh, all I know is at least I had the ring. I might propose in a month. I might propose in a year. I didn't know. I would find the time, the right moment. Mm -hmm. And on 4th of July, uh, we were not partaking really in any 4th of July festivities or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had... uh, (laughs) (laughs) But there were fireworks at some point. (laughs) Those were nice. um, (laughs) We, uh, I had gotten home from work and... um, Lindsay uh, had looked at me and said, I don't know if you know this, but like there's a lunar eclipse tonight and a planetary alignment at 929 PM, every planet will be lined up across the sky mm-hmm. and that won't happen for 141 years. More years yeah. Wow. Whoa. And 2161. Yeah. Something like that. Something crazy. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah. And she's like, I'd really love to like watch that. And I was like, I mean, I know a spot. It's up in the hills. We can go up there, sit like on a bench (laughs) and watch it. And uh, (laughs) there was a weird energy in the room. (laughs) And I could. as fuck. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> had... I'm not an open face. <laughs> there was a. Like, I, I am not an open face sandwich. My insides look at them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she, she. There was this energy that she was, she was giving me, and AKA so I am a terrible liar. And so <laughs> I, I, uh, I. I went, I grabbed the ring and I just shoved it in my pocket. Well, I asked you for twine. You asked me for twine. And you were like, what? And I was yeah. like, don't worry about it. Do you have and twine? <laughs> I shoved the ring in my pocket and we drove up to the hills and we looked out. We watched the fireworks over the entire of Orange County mm-hmm. oh. and under the moon and mm-hmm. uh, saw the planetary alignment. And uh, <laughs> Lindsay and I, as kids, we would, I mean, you throw back to modesto again small town living um for those of you that don't know there's not much to do in those small towns like that so we would we would drive around we would go out to the country we would hang out yeah and so we spent a lot of our young relationship in a car just Mm -hmm. driving around listening to music Mm -hmm. going places to nowhere and just spending time there lots of burn cds mixtapes yeah Mm -hmm. and um So we were uh, back in the car again, as usual, mm-hmm. and she, she, she looked me in the eyes and told me this, this beautiful thing about how, again, the, the planets won't align for 141 years, and by then we will be nothing but dust, and she loves me and has always loved me, and that in this life and the next, that she will still love me, and... It was a very, she did more proposing than I did, I feel like. Um, I took his right hand and I tied the, I tied a piece of twine around his right hand ring finger. And I said, if you, if you can, you know, we were taught when we were younger to tie a piece of string around our fingers to remember what we've forgotten. So in Mm -hmm. the next life, just remember, look at, look down at your finger and remember me and I'll, I'll find look for me and i'll try to find you oh my oh god, my god i'm gonna cry <laughs> quit it and, uh, i know it's gonna make me cry thinking about it Ugh, i love you and she 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 had basically told me that 
I was when she was my entire yeah life when she was yeah. when she was ready mm-hmm. or when I was ready, she would say yes. I'm here. Yeah. And so I pulled the ring out. And I also you're like, like actually I am he, ready. He, you can't any no no one listening can obviously you obviously can't see it, but like it wasn't. I didn't think that he was going to propose anytime soon. Yeah. It was yeah. just like I have to say these binding words to you yeah. now. Like, because it's, because we are, we are, there is so much that is bearing witness to this moment. And I just, I want, I want to take advantage of this and show you how serious I am about you. And I have a difficult time expressing my deep emotional romantic feelings. I'm, I have no problem being like, this is how I'm feeling in the moment. And this is what has upset me. (laughs) I I have, it's very difficult for me to, to let out the poetry that I have in my heart for somebody, it's like, I can write it down, but to say it, it's really vulnerable. And I was, I think the most emotionally naked I've been in front of you in, in a long time. And, um, and he just looked at me and smiled and I saw him pull a ring out of his back pocket and I was like, the fuck are you doing? (laughs) I was, I was, I was not well. I was very, and I said, what are you doing? And then I kept saying, are you sure? Are you sure? And he went, I don't know. You haven't said (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, you're making me kind of nervous. Lindsay, can you say something? And I was like, yes, please marry me. Oh, Oh, that is so stinking beautiful. My gosh. Too cute. No. Yeah, that is so beautiful. Just move back to New York so we can like hang out no. and <laughs> no. let's talk about talk about how great our relationships are. Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. I love that. Yeah, Alex is actually yeah, actually I'm crying. actually crying. Yeah. <laughs> I was when I was saying it out loud again. I was like, wow, I forgot how emotional this makes me to talk about. Yeah, because yeah. I just you know when you when you walk through life feeling like that you're not worthy of the love that everybody is so willing to give you mm-hmm. to really allow somebody into like the inner depths of your person is it's hard. Yeah. It's hard yeah. to do. And he's he has persevered and he's made his way. He's so set deep into my bones that I'm like, ugh, I can't get you out. Yeah. <laughs> I also so might just, as well just do this together. <laughs> ever since you announced your engagement, you've been posting like very, very sweet pictures <laughs> and just like, yes, I will marry you. Like, I'm so excited. Like, I, I love you for the rest of my life. And it's just so yeah. stinking cute. And it's also, you know, it, it, I, I never thought that it'd be like, I, I would feel such a change in having like, you know, mm-hmm. they're like, once you get that ring, like it changes, but it doesn't, it's not that feeling. It was like, now there's truly, it's, it's kind of like a no holds barred. Like there is such a deep rooted, committed thing mm-hmm. that happens where like any yeah. fears are like, I thought that I trusted him deeply and I thought that I didn't have any fears or doubts, but now I'm like, he has committed and I have, yeah. co- I have also committed mm-hmm. and it's, we're golden. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's yeah, it feels like the relationship has moved to the next state, which I'm, yeah. I'm sure is so cliche, but it really has felt that way. But like, yeah. also, you can't like you you can't get there unless you've been there. And like, I, I, what yeah. a, like this is a very beautiful time. I remember our engagement was a little bit longer; it's like a year and a half, and it was so yeah. it was such a fun time to like talk about all these dreams and like the things you're That's looking forward feel. to, yeah. and like yeah. what you want to do with your lives. And it was a really like special time mm-hmm. uh, for us. So I would just say like lean into it, enjoy it. No, yeah. no pressure. Like we're not we're not doing it and we're not doing it fast at all. Yeah, yeah. good for you guys. Um, that was actually because he knows me and my like ooh 
wolf mentality of like, wait a second, it's going too fast. He was like, we can, he was like, we can get married in a couple years if you want. And I was like, yeah. he was like, we don't know, yeah. we can take this as slow as you want. And I was like, okay. She's got to get back in that green, baby. She got yeah. back in that saddle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get back in the green. There's so many levels. Oh, <laughs> Steve, you're funny, oh. man. You're funny. We, we, feel like, we feel like we'd probably get along pretty well. Um, oh my God. I spent a lot of time in Guitar Center in my life, and I'm like, you work at Guitar Center? Like, <laughs> he has the patience of a saint. Dude, uh, for yeah. real. Yeah. Um, well, Aww. holy smokes, man. I feel like there's so much more we could talk about and I want to talk about, but I want to be sensitive to your time, so we will wrap this up. But I do also want to acknowledge that both of you have been very vocal in all of the shit that's going on in the Black Lives Matter movement, in voting yes. and um, pride during like Pride, and I just I really admire both of you and the the work you're doing. And Lindsay, you are you have this platform and you use it so beautifully. And I'm just very thankful for both of you. And I just wanted to acknowledge that before we move on. And if we want to talk about it, we we can, but. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I just wanted to acknowledge that. So. Yeah. If we want to touch on that quickly, all I would advise the listeners is listen. Yeah. It's yeah. time to listen. And it's time yeah. to question what you've been taught. Yeah, it's time to yeah. question. It's time to listen to others mm -hmm. and stop talking. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Stop talking. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, stop talking unless you're speaking up for somebody. Yeah, we, yes. we don't we don't have to dig in too deep on on that. Yeah. Uh, but we could go for hours. We could go for hours on yeah. that. I would but, actually, I mean, like for like full disclosure, I would love to, we don't have to do this anytime soon, but like I would love to reconnect on this issue specifically. I mean, we did a lot of love and relationship yeah. on this one, but I, yeah. I, I, I'm very passionate about this as well. Yeah. Um, and we've been doing a lot of work uh, on ourselves in that area mm -hmm. and yeah. trying to lift up voices. So yeah, I would, I would love to talk more about that. Cause I'm, that's a, that's an issue that's very near and dear to us. Mm -hmm. yeah. But um, yeah, I, I, it's, it's such a, just shut up and listen. Like it's not <laughs> yeah. that hard. Yeah. yeah. And I think if you have, if you have a platform or if you have a, a megaphone in some way, either find a way to share it or find a way, if you cannot share it directly with someone, find a way I don't, I don't think like be a voice for the voiceless. I think that that's a damaging thing, but like highlight what you can and just make way, not, not in a way of like, I'm going to save you or I'm going to do this. Like they don't, you don't need that. You don't need, yeah. you don't need me to come in and be like, I'm making way for it. No, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. I, I just, I just really think that if, if you can build a bigger boat. Yeah. <laughs> I would, yeah. I would, I would love yeah. to, I would love to talk more in depth with yeah. about that. But I also, I would also encourage you guys as, as podcasters to do bring some yeah, uh, people of color and, and yeah. black. Folk. I don't, I mean, I don't know if you have already. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We, yeah. we definitely, yeah. 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 yeah, we, yeah. De we definitely have, and we are, you know, continuing to always talk about it on this podcast yeah. and outside. Of I mean, it, even before, which a, even, which is such a good thing to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah raise the awareness, have the conversations, yeah. Yeah. Be, yeah. be ready to make mistakes, you know? Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and no. To, to atone for those mistakes when you make them and yeah. shift. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I was, we, we've had a bunch of guests on, uh, recently to talk about this and like yeah. my, my own journey, uh, my business partner is, is gay and you yeah. know, I'm as, I am as financially beholden, if not more to him than I am to her <laughs> sure. uh, with my business. And so like I've received backlash from my conservative family members about even being associated with someone who's gay. And like that brought up a lot of anger for me five years ago. Uh, and yeah. so now the anger that's bubbling up for me is like so much more intense. And like, I find myself like, I'm like legit super angry Mad. and I don't want to end on anger, but like, yeah, I, and I would, and I would love to, to talk to you guys about this, but like, I just thank you and keep going and like, yeah. just fucking hammer the, the gas Bye, pedal guys. on the floor. Yeah. 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 yeah, just just because our feeds are looking the way that they used to look doesn't mean that the the car can't keep revving and exactly yeah it, and 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 it doesn't mean that it just started in March yeah <laughs> or or exactly. you know when when we found out about yeah um, certain events that I we could just keep talking and yeah. talking and talking yeah. but yeah. like this this car's been going for hundreds of years yeah yeah so it's like <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. Um, well, we like to quickly laugh at ourselves and each other. So, oh, um, <laughs> so oh, uh, something that made you laugh a lot this week and something maybe stupid or embarrassing that happened to you. Can you like a joint one? What are you doing? What are you pulling up, Steven? Oh, you have it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Thank you for drawing attention to I'm my so notes. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I thought he was pulling up a video. I was like, oh my God, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. Jumping to the conclusions, being immediately reactionary. <laughs> Don't be like me. I'm sorry. I love you so much. <laughs> go ahead, Steven. Uh, you want to okay. go first? Well, I was going to say... Uh, <laughs> what made me laugh <laughs> oh, so fucking sorry <laughs> we'll, we'll get that at it yeah, uh, yeah. uh what made me laugh most this week uh actually uh lindsay and i last night <laughs> oh yeah we watched uh chicken run uh, oh what's the rollback yeah from oh, 2000 man. uh directed by the same guys who did wallace and gromit sean the sheep all that um, who knew Mel Gibson had such a voice acting? Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, that who was, knew? I mean, it's a it's a great film, and it it uh, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. The writing is great, and you wouldn't think you could get so emotionally attached to Claymage and like chicken. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but they have but such good story. They do such a good job at storytelling, yeah. and it's it's a it was a fun it's a fun film. It's great. I love yeah. it. Um, yeah. As for what embarrassed me the most this week, uh, <laughs> back to that quarantine 15. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have started a new meal plan and I'm trying to eat healthier. Nice. And, and basically uh, just prepping meals. We're, we're doing more meal prep and cleaning, yeah. Yeah. a lot more salads, a lot Whole more foods. veggies, yeah. a lot yeah. more fiber, a lot more <laughs> gas. I have yeah. been <laughs> so. Dude these last couple of days and it's uh it's been a disaster um you can you can ask ask Lindsay all Dude, about it I'm sure she can i i haven't noticed it you just told can, me a lot about it i've just been so gassy can i can i can i piggyback <laughs> off that and just yeah, say that like i will do my most in, parts. Yeah, yeah i would just say my most embarrassing is like we're in the car on the way home from the lake <laughs> the other day and i had taco bell and Alex is like, oh my god, your fucking parts yeah. are going to smell so bad. Like, and I was oh, like, for days. Oh, okay. For days. Mm -hmm. 
It's a real thing. Oh, <laughs> well, he's farting for the exact opposite reason you're farting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Taco Bell does that though. I don't know what the I don't know Dude, what the, the thing my is. My joke my joke is I have Taco Bell once a year to remind <laughs> myself why to I not eat Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. I I penance. Yeah, I, I <laughs> penance. Back to the Catholicism. Yeah. Um I my embarrassing thing, I couldn't think of something that had happened that like recently that made me be like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. But it, there, something, because we were talking about Wicked, I was like, oh my God, I forgot about this. Um, it's one of those things where like, I know it happened and no one else has told me if they know it happened. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, kind of. It just involved me and Brittany Johnson, who's the, <laughs> the Glinda standby at mm -hmm. Wicked. And it was this, like a, Oh God, I think it was the Tuesday evening show that like the day, two days before Broadway went dark and we were in the middle of For Good and I farted loudly. Did I tell you about this? Did you I did not this? tell me. I did, I farted real loud under that, that 17 pound dress. It was loud enough for me to hear it, but nothing, nothing passed across Brittany's face. And I, I felt like the side of my mouth, like, <laughs> like, like I felt like the giggle began, but I was like, we're in the middle of like, I'm on Broadway. I'm on, Broadway. <laughs> I'm on, a, I'm on the stage of the Gertrude Wait, this theater. happened I'm not the first. on stage this is on in front stage. of the audience. She just said, I've heard it said that people come into our lives for a reason. I'm not fucking kidding. And I, but it was like enough that it was like, Bleh. And I could hear it, and I was like, okay, if I can hear it, Brittany just heard it. But she was singing, and she didn't stop, and I was like, oh my God. Professional. Maybe. But I was Professional. like, oh my God. Professional, that's what I was like. I was like, the little, like, sneaky, the sneaky, like, ferret in my brain was like, oh, she definitely didn't hear it. But now, like, going back, I'm like, oh my God, did she just be like, huh? Your, your sound guy definitely heard it. Brittany, yeah, Brittany, tweet at us. Let us know. Oh my God, Brittany Johnson, let me know. But yeah, and it was like, and, and like we talk about all the time about like the joke yeah. of you know when you're in those big dresses like that, you can you can let one go and it stays in there until you like turn out of it. And, and someone, then just someone walks, walks through and they're like, oh. no. <laughs> you never know because the dresses are so big and it's heavy. A, it's a 19 pound silencer. We're talking about Wicked Hearts. Holy <laughs> God, I did that. And, and, and the, the oh, thing, it, it's, it's really an experience to be like in an, in an emotional moment of, of not, to, not to spoiler alert, before good happens in a really intense moment of the show before kind mm -hmm. of like a, a really penultimate scene. And it's these two characters coming together and asking each other for forgiveness and like burying a, ha a, a really painful hatchet and um, and to look into this beautiful woman's eyes and rip ass <laughs> in the middle of the scene with like a, a like a 24 piece orchestra below my feet. Yeah. Um, and like, and the tights didn't keep it in the big underwear <laughs> that holds in my mic. My thong didn't keep it in like nothing. Oh and my so, God. And, Please and let me know if I. she gets back to you. Like, did Please. you hear me fart that yeah. day? She's going to be like, girl, I don't even know who this is. Who is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but something that brought me, that has brought me joy, uh, steadily through quarantine. I don't know if you know about this and if you don't, Please look us up on YouTube. There's something called the Church of Mr. Bubs. <laughs> no, I have never. Okay, Mr. Bubs is a rescue dog. Okay. And he's called Mr. Bubs because his full name is Beelzebub. 
Okay. He's a lot. Uh-huh. And it's very funny. Just just look up the Church of Mr. Bub's compilation one. Okay. Okay. And it's or just his compilation and then the next one is two. He's a dog that got he's, famous on Vine. He got famous oh. on oh, Vine. I love, that. I love on it already. We'll put a link in the just, show notes. <laughs> he just like can't he doesn't know how to act like a dog. So he just is like constantly growling at everything, but he's not going to hurt you. He just like doesn't want to talk. And they, they, this guy will be like, Mr. Bubs, I love you, Mr. Bubs. And this Mr. Bubs is just like, he's like snarling at him. And he's like, Mr. Bubs, I love you. As he's rubbing his stomach, he's he's just. Look at this bubblegum burrito body, Mr. Bubs. And Mr. Bubs is like, and it's so, it is, it is truly, if you love animals being fucking weird, that's the video for oh, you. I'm so You'll cry. It. You'll cry laughing. I sent her I a watch video. It often. I sent Alex a video this morning of a chimpanzee <gasps> pulling a grown ass man. Into a tree. Into a tree. Like supporting, like, like chimpanzee like, hand on one. Like they were homies. Yeah. They were friends. Just and like, like bracing and helping him pull up. And then Lindsay, it gets even better. So Corey's the human and he's like sits and puts his arm like on the tree and then the chimp is like <laughs> dead. Just dead. She'll send it to you. Gosh, there's a reason I don't yeah. Them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So much. I love it. Um, well, my funny and embarrassing, I'll, I'll just keep it also to farts and it doesn't involve me. We'll just keep the fart train going. Yeah, we have um, to. <laughs> now. I really like listening to um, Dak Shepard's podcast. I don't know if either of you. I are. love Armchair Experts so yes. much. Oh, we so lost, we lost, uh, I lost audio. Oh, you lost audio? Can you still hear us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um, so he I, it was an old episode so maybe you've heard this one but at the end of the episode for anyone doesn't know they do this thing called fact check with him yes. and monica they just talk privately and dax is in the middle of saying something and then he goes oh, oh. and i thought he was gonna correct himself and he was like i'm so sorry i just let one rip and it is bad and monica's <laughs> like oh no and she's like you're gonna smell this and she's like i don't smell it and he, you just hear him sniffing and he's like oh it's eggy it's sulfury it's so bad oh my god oh, and no. then and then monica's like wait i don't smell it do i have covid <laughs> like, i shouldn't be laughing at that but she's like is this how i know that i have is this COVID? how i know yeah is this how i know god. what a way to learn talk about a great <laughs> great formula for a podcast to like do a podcast and then be held accountable for anything you said wrong in the podcast right after it's yeah I, I love I love that I love armchair expert and I just I was writing home sorry we're switching real fast okay um I was writing home oops oh, <laughs> I was riding home from teaching and I was just on my bike just hysterically laughing <laughs> listening to this podcast we've all been there where you it goes and you're like oh no that okay (laughs) honest to god me last night i was i was in the hi i love you i was in our bed and i i had farted and he walked in and i just i immediately we have like we've developed this like odd baby voice in quarantine where i i went I went, um, I was like, I farted, it's bad. And he was like, and he looked at me and he just goes, stinky. <laughs> and then he smelled it and he went, oh, stinky. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry. Oh <laughs> it was real, 
it was not good. It was Ugh. like, it was like, it was just one of those like deep belly, you gotta get it out. It was, it was bad. Toxins. You're not the only, stop it. <laughs> my leaky gut, I can't. Oh, dude. <laughs> I'll never be just that stinky. <laughs> stinky. Oh, that's hysterical. It's great. It's a great way to be gentle with your partner when they've done a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love it so much. I feel like I could talk to you both for hours yeah. and hours and hours more. Yeah. It's not about um, Modesto, it's about farts. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we'll have you back on and we'll just talk about Modesto and farts. We've, we've all been to series in Turlock. We know how bad that shit's about. Oh my god. <laughs> series. Uh. Turn on the haters. <laughs> well guys, thank you so much for coming on. This is this has truly been so enjoyable. Um, I, Thanks for having us. I feel us. like I know you yeah. so much better, and like, <laughs> I, I, I hope I long for the day when we can all sit down and hang out. Yes. And yeah. Everybody's just basically uh, hanging out with us while we're like talking over dinner right now. Yeah. That's yes. all this we're doing. Great. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. great. great. Yeah. Um, well, if people want to find you on social, do you want them to find you? Where will? Yeah. Where shall they yeah. go? <laughs> just, just link us. Uh, Leon. Uh, on Instagram is my Instagram. Um, if you it is are also into, linked. yeah, if you're into pagan and or witchy stuff, uh, you can reach me at uh, mm -hmm. the Raven of Odin uh, underscore Raven of Odin. Um, so yeah, that's me. Yeah, awesome. mine mine is less French and less Norse. I am <laughs> at, at Lindsay Heather Pierce, Lindsay with an A Y. P-E-A-R-C-E. -E. Um, <laughs> and I think I'm Ms. Lindsay Pierce on Twitter. And I think that's all I have. Yeah. Nice. I think that's it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, the Instagrams. <laughs> yeah. Same, same. Um, well, thank you both so, so much. This was wonderful. And uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. That's all I have to say. This has been the most hanging out we've done in a while. Right? Thank you so oh, much. Thank you so much. Oh my yeah. God, we're hanging out with other people. Nice. Well, All don't right. go anywhere. We'll say goodbye and then we'll say goodbye properly. Okay. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.